Hi, and welcome to the Magnetical You podcast. I'm your host and intuitive life coach, Madison Arnholt. This podcast is here to help you access the intuitive wisdom and peace within you so you can live with more freedom, flow, joy, and alignment in your everyday life. Hello, and welcome back to the Magnetical You podcast. I'm sitting inside my apartment with my candle lit. It's the canvas sent by um, whatever the Magnolia brand is, Hearth and Hand, whatever it's called from Target. It smells so good, by the way. The canvas and the salt scents are amazing. I have them all over my apartment. So I have my candle lit. I have my pour over coffee. It's like raining and gross outside, but I am making a vibe for myself and I'm excited to share this episode with you. We just got back from a two-week trip in Italy, which was absolutely incredible, unforgettable, so many amazing experiences, and it was kind of a shit show. So a lot more than most of our trips and a lot more than usual, there was a lot more bumps along the way, like shit that just didn't go our way, canceled flights, like this came up, that came up, that came up, and it just felt like back to back to back. It's like shit just wasn't flowing. And it was like, oh my gosh, like we planned this magical Italy trip. It was, you know, supposed to be perfect a fairy tale in Italy. Well, it was not, it was, it was that, and it was not, it was both. And I wanted to share the reminders and the lessons that came up for me navigating this bumpier than usual flow and how I moved through everything coming up to have the best time that we could given the, what felt a little bit more, uh, bumpy. And then also like take these lessons, uh, back now and integrate them. And this is the episode I would have wanted to hear before we left for our trip to help me remember. Okay. (laughs) It's like one thing, like to when, when things are feeling really smooth and really flowing, you're like, okay, cool. It's like, um, feels a little bit easier to just maintain your alignment. And then when things start going the way your mind wouldn't want them to go, it's so good to have just like have these reminders in our back pocket so that when the bumpy parts do come up, we actually remember how to navigate them and that we have, uh, tools and resources and that it doesn't mean anything is gone wrong and actually is just an opportunity for greater freedom. So I'm very excited to share these five tips to stay in alignment while traveling. So number one is fine tuning when it's aligned to optimize versus when it's aligned to just let go of a preference. So one way this came up for me on our trip was At the end of, towards the end of the trip, the last few days, and like we had already felt like we'd been through the ringer. I'll share more about that in the next episode, (laughs) the next podcast episode, I'm going to share how to find peace when things aren't going your way. I have a lot more to say on that. So this episode, um, yeah, anyways, we'll come back to that. So we had already been through a lot of shit, just not flowing in the beginning of the trip. We had to let go of a lot, release a lot, change plans, shift gears, let go, open, surrender, open, surrender, open, surrender, open, surrender. (laughs) So many times. So we were like, okay, it's like how much more can go awry? So we're nearing the end of our, um, 
trip, Trevor actually hurt his foot. So he can barely walk <laughs> by this point at the end of the trip. Again, we've already been through a lot of shit. Now Trevor's foot is hurt. And then we realized that our we don't have seats assigned for our flight home. So we paid for, we paid a lot extra for premium economy, the extra leg room, and we didn't even have a seat. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, are we not getting on the plane? Are we not getting the premium economy we paid for? Like what the hell is going on? So I being closer to my wits end than I normally am was just like, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? Like I, it just felt like a big deal. Now looking back, it's like, oh my gosh, it would have been fine. Every, no matter what would have happened, it would have been fine. If we didn't get on the flight. Okay. But we stay another day and go home. Like everything would have been fine. If we sit in a middle seat, if we don't sit together, like everything's fine, but I couldn't see that because I had, you could say some, uh, triggered emotions and energy coming up that wouldn't allow me to see that clarity that it's okay. Either way. I felt like, no, this is absolutely not okay until I have my guaranteed (laughs) princess seat. I'm not okay. So I was just telling, like, just like, oh my God, are you kidding me? Like another freaking thing that has gone wrong. Like, and again, wrong is a story. It's a perception of my mind, but that's the story I was in at the time. So I, I felt like, oh my gosh, Trevor's foot is hurt. He is, he really needs like a decent experience. Like he's already in pain. Like the least we could do is like get him, make sure he has a good seat. And ideally it would be great if I could sit next to him so I could help him take care of his foot, elevate it, whatever on the way home. So I'm like, I'm calling the airline to sort this shit out. So I call them and I'm waiting and I'm waiting. I'm waiting. The phone numbers don't work. It's a whole, the app doesn't work. Nothing's working. It's a whole disaster, but I keep calling and pushing and calling and pushing and calling and pushing because I have to figure out these seats or else I'm not going to be okay. This is what's happening in my energy and in my mind at the time. So finally I get a hold of someone. I go through the whole thing with them and they're like, I'm sorry, but you can't have a seat until you show up for the flight tomorrow. And I'm like, really? Like, you can't give us a seat? Like, come on. And they're like, no. And I'm like, okay, well, that's that. So I I could tell that staying on the phone and I kept pushing them. I said, okay, well, is there any way you could make it work? No. Okay. But like, can I talk to a supervisor? No. Okay. But like, is there anyone who could help us? No. I kept pushing and pushing and pushing. And the more I did, the more drained I felt, the worse I felt about the situation. And I could feel that decline in my energy. I could feel it just going down, 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 (laughs) draining, draining, draining. Yet something in me, right? A stuck energy or emotion that was activated was compelling me to keep pushing on. And I just, I like hung up and I was so exhausted that I drained myself so hard. (laughs) trying to change these seats. I'm like crying. We were supposed to get a massage. Um, Trevor's foot was hurt our last day in Milan. We were were planning on going to Milan to spend the day in Milan. Well, he can't walk. So we'd say, fuck it. We don't go to Milan. We're like, let's just get a massage instead. Like we've been through enough with this trip. And by the way, like it also is amazing. I feel like I'm making it sound more dramatic than it was, but it's also kind of like more exciting to tell the story. Um, but it was dramatic at the moment. I was crying and I was really, um, just exhausted from 
wanting things to be different than they were. Yeah. I was draining my energy, wanting things to be different than they were. And then taking action that was out of alignment from that attached energy of, I need this to go this way. So we're, we got to our massage late and I just, I realized the, the lesson in this one was that this for me was actually not a time to optimize. This was, it was not in alignment to optimize, to call, to go online, to try and try and try every hour and keep calling and keep checking on the seats. It was not in alignment. It felt so forced. It felt so draining. And I was like worse off because I drained all my energy and still didn't get the outcome. My mind had been so attached to, which was to figure out our seats and hopefully them be good seats together. So it's what I realized is that it would have been so much more aligning in this scenario to lean more into letting go of the preference than trying to optimize to make reality match my mind's preference. So in this scenario, it would have been so much more aligned to recognize, yeah, I'm activated. And a really great way to know is, is if there is energy that needs to be transmuted or released, that's coming up to come out is if you're holding onto a story or a belief that I need things to go this way, or I'm not okay. Right. It's like, I need the seats to be this way, or I'm not okay. So I had that attachment, uh, coming up. And instead of in awareness, recognizing, okay, there's obviously a triggered energy coming up. I'm going to feel this and release this. I stuffed it down and tried to just, uh, escape the situation and escape the emotion, which guess what (laughs) did not make it go away. So after the fact, I'm like, okay, now I'm, I'm aware enough now afterwards that there's energy that needs to be released. And yeah. Could I have noticed it before I went through calling them and draining all my energy? Yeah. And we know you don't know until you know. So when we're thinking, talking about releasing, like it's okay. If you don't always catch it right in the moment and you react to it. And then after the fact, you realize, Oh, there was an activated emotion and I reacted to it, which didn't help it and only made it worse. And now I'm aware of it. It's okay. You just work with what you're aware of now. So after the fact I realized, okay, (laughs) letting there's obviously energy that needs to be let go. So I finally like stopped all the optimizing, stopped trying to change everything. So just said, okay, I need to feel this feeling. I need to just let myself directly experience and feel what I'm experiencing now. And I did. And so I through the, through releasing, I was able to come back to like, Oh, like, Oh, everything's fine. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, yes, my preference is still to sit together in a good seat and to know what our seats are. And I'm okay right now, not knowing. And I'm okay. If I get a middle seat and I'm okay. If something else happens, like I was just at peace and I was in that place of I'm good either way. And it's kind of hilarious because we had uh, a layover on our flight home. So on the first leg of the flight, the seats were, you know, whatever they were, 
The second leg was the long leg, the, eight, the, you know, I think it was like the eight hour flight. So that's the one we like cared more about the seats. Well, by this point I'm getting about to get on the eight hour flight. We still don't know. We've already taken the first leg and we're about to get on the second flight. We still have no idea like where we're sitting, what's happening. Like, don't ask me how this airline <laughs> runs their shit. I have no idea. Um, and I just was okay. And it felt so good to have come to that awareness of, okay, this is just a feeling in me. This is not actually the situation. The situation is just mirroring this feeling in me, showing me this feeling in me so that I can become free of this feeling in me. And on the other side, have so much more clarity and neutrality and like, I'm good either way. So I was back to the, I'm good either way. I'm getting on the flight. And as we're getting on, we ask them, I'm like, Hey, my husband's foot is really hurt. It would be amazing if we could sit together. Is there any way that we're able to, you know, sit together? And they were like, well, we don't have anything together, but there was like, we basically, they had two good seats for us that were not together. So we were like, okay, great. Like so much better than a middle seat. I think I had a window and he had an aisle seat, like one seat down for me. So it's like, okay, cool. And then we sit down and the guy between us obviously recognizes that we're together. And before we can even ask, Hey, would you be willing to swap so we could sit together? He said, do you guys want to sit? Are you guys together? Do you want to sit together? Like, let me, let me trade seats with you. So before we could even ask someone offered so kindly switch seats with us and we sat next to each other. Now it's kind of funny because by this point, I'm like, this is not even that exciting because I've already let go of the attachment to it. So like, this is great. Like, of course it flowed. I love this. I'm grateful and appreciative and no big deal. Right. Cause I had come back to the, it's no big deal <laughs> either way. Whereas before in the activation, I, my mind just wasn't able to <clears throat> see clearly, even though I logically knew that I wasn't able to connect to it because I had to see through the emotion that was blocking it. I had to allow the cloud that was blocking to the sun to pass. The sun's always there. Sometimes there's just <laughs> clouds that seem to be clouding it. So it's funny how, because I had, I, it's funny how this usually works out is when we actually let go, when we're, I'm good either way, it's kind of funny how things usually work out. So it's no surprise that it, uh, that it worked out. And we had a similar scenario actually on the way there where we, for whatever reason, didn't get to sit together. And we both asked the people next to us, which they would have been moving to the exact same seat, just like two rows back or two rows front, like the exact same seat, just two rows different. Both of them said, no, we were like, are you, are you kidding? Like, it's the same seat. Like, come on. Anyways, we were that at that point we were very attached because we, we had already gone through four hour delays and uh, all this, uh, stuff. And then, so on this flight where we were, we were super attached uh, well, I was super attached. I shouldn't speak for my husband. I was very attached to, uh, sitting together. I didn't want to go to sleep next to a stranger on a long flight. It's like, obviously there's worse things, but this is where I was. And on that flight, it's no surprise that how, be, like with that really attached, desperate energy of like, please, will you switch with us? There was like absolutely no budging for those people. And then when we, we're completely neutral and okay either way. It was literally given to us without effort. And so when when we when we let go, 
we allow the flow, meaning life is always flowing. Life is always in alignment. We're either just resisting it and feeling like it's not, or, or we've let go and we feel like it is, but either way it is, it's just a perception of it is, or it's not. And that perception, that feeling that it's not can always be seen through. And those experiences where it feels like it's not our opportunities to deepen into that unconditional alignment of I'm good either way. And to see through that and on the other side, every time it's more lightness, freedom, and wisdom that only continues to grow and only continues to expand. So that's number one is fine tuning. When is it aligned to optimize? And when is it um, aligned to just kind of like let go of the preference? And if you are like, there's energy that needs to be let go of, go through the releasing process. If you don't know how to do that, you're welcome to book an inner voice session with me there. We'll link it in the show notes. You also can join, but first alignment, I actually go deeper, so much deeper into all of this and everything I'm going to share today and just alignment in general and alignment in the sense of unconditional alignment, meaning your alignment becomes less and less and less dependent on external circumstances. And that's when you're really free. And that's really what alignment is to me. So if you would like to join, but first alignment, we'll link that in the show notes as well. And I teach a module on releasing in there. So if if you want to get that support to learn how to do that within yourself and have that direct experience, so you know how to do it going forward in your life, feel free to go do that. Or if you know how to do it, but you're like, I just want to give, give myself the gift of having that extra support, then I would love to support you. So when it's time to let go, when you can tell that there's that attachment, when I'm, it's like, no, I'm not going to be okay unless it goes my way. Or there's that, that grip, that activation, that trigger. That's when you can tell that there is a, you could call it stuck emotion or energy that is coming up to come out, or as Eckhart Tolle would call it, the pain body has <laughs> reared its head, we'll say. And so it doesn't, when, when you say, okay, it's actually not alignment to optimize. And right now it's a, more aligned to let go of the preference and let things be as they are. That doesn't mean things will stay that way forever. And it doesn't mean you can't take action to then change the situation or optimize the situation afterwards, but optimizing from the energy of attachment and that triggered energy will feel draining. It will keep that energy stuck. And often there's a momentum that continues the same kind of like stuckness and things not flowing until we shift the energy. And then the external seems to shift and match that as well. And so after we've come back to that clear, neutral place, our actions are, are able to, we're so much more clear. We're so much more able to act in alignment with our intuition. And then we can, we either don't feel like we need to take action because we're like, everything's fine. (laughs) There's no problem. I'm actually able to remember that now, or we're, we're very clear and able to take action in a clear, unattached, neutral way. That's so much more effective than when we're taking action, because I need the situation to be different. It's not helpful. We've probably all experienced that. So that's when to let go, when there's that grip, when there's that activation. And again, do the releasing and then see where it takes you. It doesn't mean you can't take action to change the situation after that. It just means free. You get to free yourself from the feeling and then you can act completely freely and in alignment with your intuition. And so when it's, uh, on the other hand, when it's aligned to optimize, 
is when you feel clear, when you feel, feel neutral, when you feel like it's a fairly like fluid flowing, um, thing to take action, to change the situation. So, and this is, this is a situation by situation, case by case, person by person, moment by moment. It's not like this is always when to optimize. And this is always when to like, just completely release the preference. It's really about getting really nimble and fine tuning for you. When is it time to release and let go and then see what happens? And when is it time to tweak and optimize things to match up with your preferences? So that's tip number one is playing with that, fine tuning with that, becoming aware of that and just noticing when yeah, when to let go and when to optimize. Tip number two is when you're traveling, it's easy for the mind to get more carried away with what's next. What are we doing next? Where are we eating next? Where are we going next? What are we doing next? What's the next activity? Um, and getting caught up in what's next, what's next, what's next, what's next. And in all that getting caught up in what's next, we miss what's here now. And the only time and place we can experience joy and alignment is here and now, not there. So tip number two is to watch the mind's tendency (laughs) to get carried away with getting there getting to the next thing and what's next and losing sight of the experience in the present, which is the only place that we can find that joy and alignment. So on the trip, I, we were in Tuscany and I had heard that Siena was a really cool town to go see. And my mind kind of got hooked on like, okay, I need to go see it. I need to kind of like check the box of like, I've seen Siena, like, and I was like forcing it from this place of like, okay, I got to figure out where are we going next? What are we doing next? What are we seeing next? Got to see the next thing. Got to see the next thing. Got to see the next thing. So I got hooked on Sienna and it just didn't, I just didn't have a great experience. I didn't love it. And I, I realized that, oh my gosh, we, I, we just drove a whole hour to get there, a bunch of parking and a whole hour back to where we were staying in Montepulciano all because I thought I I thought that we were going to find more joy and more alignment there. I have to go there to get my joy and alignment. That's the energy I was in. And what I realized the whole time, oh my God, it was here. It was right here all along. It was right here in Montepulciano. When we got back to Montepulciano, I was like, I like this place way better. I This is where I was so, I was so like, looking for joy there that I completely missed the, the, the joy, the beauty, the amazingness right in front of my fucking eyes that did not require an hour to drive through or drive to. So that was an incredible lesson. And this doesn't mean don't do day trips and don't go places. It just means watch your mind when it's thinking that there is going to be better than here. It never is. It can't be when we think there is better than here. We just ruin the here. (laughs) So the, again, the only place we can have joy and alignment is here. So that was one. Yeah. Amazing. Um, lesson in a couple of ways, if you notice yourself going getting caught up in that, like, where are we going next? What are we doing next? What are we doing next? And like kind of missing the present moment, a couple helpful things to 
bring you back. One is to put on music you love and really immerse yourself into singing and feeling the beat and hearing the music kind of like give yourself over to the music and like really like dive into it and like energetically and rhythmically like kind of like sync up with the music like sing feel it hear it and let that it let it kind of draw you back to the now through the sound so when we tune into our senses like seeing hearing sound uh or listening oh my god hearing and sound same thing but anyways when we tune into our five senses and breathe and just experience the sense directly, it can really draw us back to the present moment. So music, we can use the sense of hearing to really dive into the experience of hearing to bring us back to the present moment. So I did that a couple of times on the trip and it was so, so effective. Another, another thing that, uh, you can do is ask yourself, where is the energy can, where in my body is the energy that has this like itch to get there and to keep thinking about what's next and keep spinning about what's next. Okay. Okay. Now what are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Where is that energy located in the body that keeps that story, having a grip on you and firing when you can locate that energy, you can then feel it and release it. And kind of get unstuck from that pattern and come back to the present moment that way as well. Okay. Tip number three is kind of similar, but slightly different. And I have a different story from our trip to go with it. So the third tip is really tuning into what's actually in alignment now versus what am I thinking? I should do because I have to see everything or I don't want to miss anything. Or you have this like fear of missing out and you want to like rush to see like everything. So you don't feel like you missed anything on your trip. Has anyone ever felt this way? Um, so this was coming up for me in part of our trip. And we were again at the, while we were in, uh, Tuscany, I, there was this hot spring that I really wanted to go to. It looked so cool. So beautiful. I'd seen amazing pictures of it. I was like, I have to go here. And I kept feeling like, okay, we're only here for a few days. Like we're going to run out of time if we don't go. And what if it's too busy tomorrow? So we need to go today. And, um, you know, should we go? Should we not go? Should we go? Should we not go? we should go because we're going to run out of time. But then it like, wasn't actually like coming from alignment. It was coming from that, like should, and the scarcity of like, Oh my God, we have to like go see everything before we miss it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so we were at the pool at that time and we, Trevor was like, I'm going to go. Okay. <laughs> so we start going up to our hotel room to get ready. And then as we were walking, leaving the pool, I, I literally stopped in my tracks and I was like, wait, this is absolutely <laughs> coming from like a, some weird scarcity reaction. And I intuitively felt like, wait, I need to check in with myself. So I asked myself, okay, do I act, do we actually really want to do this? Is this really aligned because those stories of scarcity and then the feeling attached to it made it feel like it was like urgent and important and like compelling. Like we have to go <laughs> now or else we're not going to get to go. Like that's literally what, um, was coming up. And 
I, I'm so glad I, I kind of caught on to that and I took a pause and I asked myself, okay, is this actually in alignment? And I was like, no, no, it's going against the current to try to make this hot spring happen today when it's not flowing today. What's flowing today is literally just staying at the pool and enjoying the simplicity of just being where we were. And so I'm so glad I recognized that. And I told Trevor, I'm like, I think I'm just trying to like force this because I'm like scared we're going to miss out if we don't hurry up and go see it. Do you want to stay at the pool? I'm, I'm kind of thinking that's more alignment. He was like, yeah, that sounds great. So I'm like, okay. So I felt so much lighter after tuning in and following my intuition, even though the mind really didn't want to like miss out. Well, so I totally just like, let it go. Okay. Like if we're meant to go to the hot spring, we will go. I don't need to like preemptively like worry about it or force it to happen out of fear of it not happening. I can just let it go. Enjoy the pool because that's what's flowing and in alignment now. And then see what happens. I don't need to know. There was a theme on this trip of my mind wanting to control the unknown, if you haven't picked that up. So of course, the next morning after I let it go, it we were like, oh, let's go to the hot spring. That sounds really fun. Okay, cool. We went. It was amazing. It just flowed so easily. We didn't have to like force ourselves to go or stress about it. It just um, flowed. So that's, I like- Again, another remind, of reminder that I would have loved to have just <laughs> planted in the little mind of me of what is actually in alignment now versus what am I like trying to like checklist <laughs> or make sure I see everything or fear of missing out. Like what's actually in alignment now? And it doesn't have to, with traveling, especially it's like the mind can have these ideas of like, everything's supposed to be like big and new and amazing. And it's like, sometimes the like big new adventure and go, go, go is not the most aligning thing is sometimes the most aligning thing is literally laying by the pool and reading a book. It's like, yeah. Could I lay by a pool and read a book in Virginia? Yes. But I can also enjoy that <laughs> in Italy. Like I don't have to be like running around to see everything again. Cause the mind's thinking I have to go get joy there. And it's like, no, it's always right here. So I'm so glad I was able to tune into that and follow my actual alignment. And the other more practical side of this one is with traveling, like there can be a natural tendency for that to come up, especially if you're on a big trip and we've done trips where we will stay in one place for like two nights and then go to the next place for two nights and the next place for two nights. And because you have two nights in one place, it does kind of feel like, okay, we need to maximize our time here and like run around quickly and like see everything. So there isn't a like logistical element of like create the space. Like you can also like, yes, we can do the energetic work to help us, but we also are allowed to like physically take actions that like help support us and feeling less rush. And like, we have more, uh, space to flow. So we, what we've found is if we're going on a big trip and wanting to go multiple places, our sweet spot is four nights, like four nights in a place feels like enough time to, we don't have to feel like we're like going to scramble through everything, but also not, not too long to where we're, um, like over it and ready to go to the next place. So that's something else that can be helpful too, is like actually making the space <laughs> to be able to like have time to rest and have time to adventure and have time to flow without feeling like you need to squeeze it into 
a cramped um, time <laughs> frame. Number four is to let your intuition guide. So when you're planning the trip, let your into like see what's re- what's really sparking joy, what's really in alignment, and then where are you going because someone went on Instagram and they made it look really cool. Or like, where are you going? Because you really, really, really wanted to go there three years ago, but maybe it's not the place you're like really feeling aligned to now. Or where are you going? That's not, that isn't actually really sparking joy. So like let your intuition guide you with where to go and let yourself be guided by joy, guided by what feels in alignment, even as far as uh, planning where to stay, your intuition can help you uh, with that. You can ask your inner voice, inner voice, where would you like me to stay? Like maybe you're on Airbnb and you um, ask your inner voice and it tells you the third one. <laughs> so you pick the third one and you're like, okay, you look at it. Maybe you, re- maybe you still read some of the reviews because from your mind, you're like, let's just confirm this looks okay, right? Or instead of asking your inner voice, you can just feel into which one kind of, which ones are jumping out at me, which ones are sparking joy. What, what just feels right inside of my body. You can also tune into your intuition that way. Same thing with choosing where to eat the different activities. Even, uh, that's why my travel blog is called flow and because that's how we love to travel. We love to uh, choose where we're going to stay ahead of time and book that. And then basically have no plans and just flow and wander into the unknown and see where it takes us. So if you're walking down a cute street and there's like a little shop that like, Ooh, something's telling me to go in there, then go in there and like, let it be fun and let, um, as much of the trip be guided by your intuition as you can and see how that flows. For me, I found that things tend to, um, just flow a lot smoother when I am willing to lean into that intuitive, um, alignment. And then tip number five, which is also kind of a more practically mind one, but when you're planning your trip, consider this, even the small things and the big things of like, what will really support my alignment? it's easy to like get excited planning a trip and be like, Oh yeah. Like kind of like overlook some of the things you like actually care about. And then you're kind of like, Oh, why did I do that? Like, why did I, um, like only book, for example, we didn't do this, but it's like, why did I only book queen beds when like, it's really like a value to me to have a, a wonderfully, big sleeping arrangement or like whatever it is for you. So like consider what's actually really going to support your alignment. And maybe it's uh, booking places with the king bed or a bath or amenities like a pool or maybe beautiful views, maybe outdoor space. Um, Maybe like what, what can you pack that will really support your alignment? Maybe is it bringing your own uh, coffee that is going to just start your day off feeling really good because you've got your coffee that you love, or maybe it's books to read. Maybe it's a soft blanket to have on the airplane. Just what are the little things that you, that you can do, that you can bring, that you can um, choose that support your highest alignment and let yourself be, be intentional and, and choose that. And that is 
I feel like the things for us, um, and again, I think this would be different with for everyone to follow your alignment, your intuition, but some of the things for us that we kind of realize that really support our alignment is like at least three, ideally four nights before in one place, before traveling to the next place, um, bringing our own coffee. Like I love to have coffee. Like it was, we had some great coffee at our like hotels and stuff in Italy, but I just, I love to have my own coffee. I want to wake up and instantly know I have my coffee. So like that we bring on a lot of trips, we brought blankets, we bought, brought books. Um, I, and like looking back now, having done the trip, how we did the trip, um, I would probably definitely be looking for king beds, which I think we did most of the trip in them. But like when we were going to have a uh, queen bed, it was kind of like, Oh, okay. <laughs> and it was fine. Like, it's totally fine. And like, I probably will stay somewhere with a queen bed again. Um, but like when I can, when it flows, like let myself lean into that alignment of what I actually, um, desire and allow myself to choose that. We also really enjoyed, uh, the places we stayed that had good outdoor space. We always love places that are in really walkable locations. Um, just like things like that. It's like, what's, how can you intentionally set yourself up for your alignment to be supported while you're out of the comfort of your home? We could say, um, so there you have it. There are my five tips to stay in alignment while traveling. I hope this supports you. And I'd love to hear how it resonates. And especially if you go on a trip and this supported you, I would love to hear, feel free to message me on Instagram at madison.arnholt. And if you want to dive deeper into this topic of alignment and releasing and living in alignment with your intuition, I would definitely invite you to join, but first alignment, it's a six module course. I think there's over 20 hours of content that you'll get instant access to right away. It's an amazing, amazing program. The women that have all gone through it so far have just had such incredible uh, results and transformations and their teachings that teachings and practices that only continue to offer an ever expanding sense of peace, joy, and alignment. So it's, it's very, it's very cool because it's not like a one and done type of thing. (laughs) It's tools and practices that allow you like an ever expansion, um, continually. And it feels so good to come back to these practices and these lessons. And each time you come back, they grow stronger and more deeply integrated and you become less knocked over by the waves of life. It's not that there's waves. It's just, they can kind of pass through you so much more easily rather than like, knock you down, get back up, knock you down, get back up. It's like after, um, the more you release and the more you follow your intuition, the, the waves just start to feel like they're just like passing through and like really can't knock you off of your alignment so much anymore. So that's really what the course is all about. If you feel called to join that, you can go to madisonarnholt.com slash align. And yeah, that is also in the next episode, I'm going to keep sharing more about the Italy trip. So I'm going to be sharing in that one, how to find peace when things don't go 
your way, which I'm very excited for. I have a lot to share in that one. Some really funny and juicy uh, stories and lessons. So I will see you on the next episode.